What is going on, everybody? This is your host, Matt Rinke, coming to you with another episode of the Sharing the Illumination Wealth podcast. As you know by now, we are here to help you achieve the greatest return on your entire financial life by addressing your wealth building from the inside out. Think of the convergence of personal growth along with the enhancement of your financial and emotional intelligence. This is not about the next strategy or getting out of debt or how do I budget and not do a latte and save $5. This is about strategically designing your life and wealth to create enduring financial independence. And so last month, we spent a lot of time talking about tax. We spent a lot of time helping you create the right mindset around how you approach your own tax strategy and tax planning. But now we want to turn the dial up a little bit and address how some of the most influential and successful people have intentionally created their wealth by using the tax code, creating a business, investing in a certain way that has some unique tax advantages that allowed them to create financial freedom at a very, very early age and build some of the biggest empires in the world. Now, what did they do? How did they design their life and why did they go about doing it this way with their own business and processes? Well, they did it because of the unique benefits that produce acceleration towards financial freedom. And one of the approaches to create wealth is through investing. And there's three asset classes really that you can invest in. You can invest in the traditional portfolio of stocks and bonds that we're all pretty familiar with. You can also invest in business itself and create a business that will help you build wealth. And then there's a third asset class called real estate. And real estate is another investment that is a quasi business itself that has significant advantages when done the right way from both an operational and leverage standpoint, as well as from a tax standpoint. But since spring is about to be here, a lot of people are thinking about real estate decisions, fixing up their homes and doing things like that. At the same time, we're talking taxes. We have to file our tax returns. We have to you know, get organized around our our taxes. And so I want to talk to you today about how real estate has some huge tax advantages that allow people to build wealth and accelerate their wealth creation through its unique tax advantages. So the less you pay in taxes, the more money that you keep that can be reinvested and compounded to grow for your financial freedom and financial future. And so let's talk about some of the major tax benefits that real estate offers that one, you might not necessarily, you know, be aware of. Some of these are applicable to you just as a homeowner. Others is really as creating an investment strategy that allows you to build wealth. So the first one, just as a homeowner, just so you're aware of this, is that as a homeowner, you have the ability to exclude capital gains on the first $250,000 of appreciation 
as a single person or $500,000 as a married couple. So think about that. If you buy a house, sell it 2.2 years later, and it appreciates in value, you do not pay capital gains on that. Up to $500,000 for a married couple. That's called the personal residence exclusion. You don't even need to be a real estate investor, but there are people out there who think about that and strategize their life around that. They might be in the business of fixing up and improving homes and very handy, so they take advantage of that personal residence tax exclusion. I've seen plenty of people in our neighborhood do just that. They use their skill sets, fixing up homes, the tax code, the capital gains exclusion, and they still need a roof over their head Have a <laughs> within their life to do this. So buy a home, it makes some improvements, sell it and pay no taxes on it with two years later. Do it again, do it again, do it again. So that's something that you can think about right off the bat. Big tax benefit. Second tax benefit. You can strategically get 14 days of tax-free rental income on your personal primary residence. This means that you could rent out your home for two weeks while you go on vacation. You could have a tenant in your place, Airbnb it, VRBO it, collect income from that and pay no tax on that income. Your house will not be used during those two weeks because you are on vacation, yet you are collecting income. Imagine there's a sporting event in your town that creates some unusual demand for your neighborhood or your area. Perhaps you can get some premium pricing on your place. And if there's no one in it, you're just collecting income. You do that for 14 days out of the year. That's all money that will never be taxed to you. So a few really interesting you know, personal residence strategies um, that allow you to minimize taxes and grow your wealth. So on to the next area. And this is where we start to think about the investment standpoint. The investment standpoint is a major, major, major implication of real estate is that as a when you generate rental income, you do not pay self-employment taxes. Any other job that you have, if you take a wage, if you take a salary, you are paying Social Security and Medicare taxes on that income. Any income that you derive from a rental endeavor does not pay Social Security or Medicare taxes. Very, very, very nice. That's 7.65%. And depending on your income, could be even higher. Rental income does not have that. $100,000 pays $7,650 on that tax. So that is something that you completely avoid by having rental income. You eliminate that self-employment tax, so to speak. Now, another reason why real estate provides a huge tax advantage is through something called depreciation. Now, depreciation actually shields your rental property income, in many cases, from taxation. Now, what I mean by that is that if you buy a apartment building, that apartment building can be depreciated. It has a useful life. So if the building is worth, let's call it $10 million, well, you can depreciate that $10 million building over a given time period. Call it 27 and a half years for residential property, 39 years for commercial property. Now, that 
depreciation. You take the 10 million and you divide it by 27 and a half. That depreciation shows up on your income tax return as an expense. There is actually no money going out the door. And so it shields the income generated from the property. And so in many cases, that depreciation might offset your income completely. So you are still generating cash flow from the underlying investment, yet your tax return shows no taxable income. So it's very, very powerful. You do need to be aware that eventually you're going to need to make improvements to the property, but depreciation has a huge amount of power uh, when it comes to avoiding taxation, but still having money show up in your pocket each and every month. And for example, we recently reviewed a client's uh, investment in a limited partnership that produced for a $100,000 investment, $6,000 of cash flow. So he got checks throughout the year of $6,000, yet his tax return showed a loss of $6,000. So he paid zero tax on that investment, yet it produced $6,000 of cash in his pocket. Very, very powerful once you understand that depreciation. And so the next area to talk about is that not on your income, but on your appreciation. If you're a long-term investor in the stock market, while you're property, while your stocks go up, unless you sell them, you do not pay a capital gains tax. So similar to stocks, your real estate, while it appreciates and while you pay down any debt on the property, there's no tax. It just is completely tax deferred. And so that real estate appreciation does not get taxed. So if you can, if you're a long-term investor and you buy and hold, you continue to let your capital, your net worth continue to compound without any tax implication from the growth. But when you sell, there may be taxation, but that's where another unique benefit comes in. And so another very powerful benefit of real estate investing, is that when you do sell, you are actually taxed at lower tax rates than you are at ordinary income. So capital gains are what you pay when you sell an asset, when you sell a capital asset such as real estate. Capital gains are taxed anywhere from 0% to 20%. The highest ordinary income tax bracket is 37%. So all of that appreciation that you may have generated by owning your investment property for 5, 10, 15 years, if you do sell, will only be taxed at 20% or less federally. If you earn an income, a married couple over $600,000, you are paying 37% tax on that income. So that capital gains tax rate is, is definitely beneficial versus other types of income on your growth and on your gains. So that's something that's really very important. And there's also another benefit when it comes to real estate investing, when you sell, is that you can actually do what's called a 1031 exchange. And the 1031 exchange allows you to actually avoid capital gains tax by exchanging your investment 
for another like kind investment without any without any taxes. So if I were to sell a $1 million property, I could go out and if that property was worth, when I bought it, worth 500,000, so now I have a $500,000 gain on the property, I can now go use that gain, that $500,000 gain, and buy a $1.5 million property that might generate more income for me for my $1 million property, but I will not pay capital gains on that $500,000 gain, which could be over $100,000 between Fed and the state that you live in, California, you don't even have a capital gain, you just pay ordinary income. So that's huge because you get to utilize all of the profits from that sale to that new investment property, which allows you to grow and compound your investment. So if I were to have sold it, paid tax, my $500,000 gain would now leave me with, call it $350,000 to reinvest versus now I can take that gain, exchange it into a new property as a $500,000 investment, which can help me grow and compound my wealth. So I'm avoiding taxes and you can continue to replicate that process year after year, decade after decade. There are some nuances and some rules around affecting a transaction to be able to do this. And you can't do this if you fix up and flip homes. This is about investment and holding for long-term purposes. So it allows more ability to use the tax code to your advantage. And there are some of the largest, uh, private real estate companies around that successful investors participate with and invest alongside of in their properties, in their funds that then allow them to exchange into the next deal versus selling at the 10-year or seven-year horizon where you could just can perpetually exchange, defer tax indefinitely and grow and compound your wealth. So that's a very, very, very important strategy. And to piggyback off that, something that the tax code has now also created is opportunity zones. And we talked about that in a recent blog post of ours, is that opportunity zones now allow people to take a capital gain that they may have sold and then invest it into an opportunity zone fund, which then allows them to, one, continue to defer to that gain like a 1031 exchange, eventually have the reduction if they hold that opportunity zone fund for seven years, that capital gain that they would have paid is reduced by 15%. And then if they hold the fund even longer, the capital gain on that reinvestment is completely eliminated. So the new tax code, the new tax plan allows these opportunity zone funds for investment that have some major capital gain advantages uh, if you invest strategically. Now, there's risks in how we invest and different timeframes and strategies, but you got to understand how the tax code is incentivizing certain types of investment strategies. Now, Another area that I think people need to understand when they invest in real estate is that you have the ability to cash out and refinance your investment and pull cash out tax-free 
from your investment. Many times people think that they might need to sell their investment to get liquidity. But if you were to own an apartment complex and that apartment complex has a hundred units and the hundred units each rent out for a thousand dollars a month over the next five years, if you have a conservative finance property and a mortgage on that, your tenants will be paying down that mortgage. So over time, your equity will build. And over time, as if you're running the property efficiently, there should be rent growth. So if that $1,000 turns into $1,250, now you're going to be now your property is also going to be worth more because the income has improved. So now you have a more valuable property, including the fact that you also have less debt because you've paid down the mortgage over the prior years. So instead of selling, what you have the possibility of doing is if that property had originally a $1 million loan that got paid down to 700000 if it's now the property is now appreciated by 300,000 or $500,000, you can now refinance the mortgage, pull out $300,000 of equity and now have your a million dollar mortgage again that's supported by even higher rents due to the appreciation that has happened in your rental income. And so that $300,000 that you pull out of that property is tax free. You can go and reinvest that money and pay zero taxes on it. It is an incredibly powerful tool. And it's a strategy that is used by real estate investors who are mom and pops. It's used by some of the most smart, sound investors in the private real estate, direct real estate investment world that they do this repeatedly with their properties over time. In addition, they might put supplemental loans on the properties. Instead of refinancing, they might take out another loan and return capital back to shareholders or back to the investors after the property has had improvements in its underlying performance. It's a way to give capital back that can then grow and compound. Meanwhile, the cash flow from the property supports that debt and that loan. Very, very, very powerful. So you can see all of the ways that real estate has advantages. And there's other things that you can do. You can invest in real estate through your IRA. Most people don't know about that. Most people think that the only way to get access to real estate is I got to go buy a home myself or I got to buy a REIT fund. And you can actually invest in real estate or some ancillary real estate strategies using a self-directed IRA. And they allow you to buy a house, buy a rental property, buy a limited partnership with some of the top private real estate companies inside your IRA. Now, most of the major brokerage firms, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, E-Trade, do not allow for this in their accounts. They just don't handle it. There's some more complexity around it, but it allows you to use that for investment purposes in real real estate. Some aspects of real estate investing could be an investment in a 
in a mortgage. Instead of buying a property, you might actually invest in a mortgage note that might pay 8%. That 8% is taxed at ordinary income rates. Using your self-directed IRA to do that allows you to then minimize and shield that taxation that would otherwise come at a high tax bracket. Very, very, very powerful. Now, another thing that is powerful when it comes to real estate is that it can, if you pass away, no one wants to think about this, your heirs actually get a step up in basis. Now, what that means is that if I were to buy a home for a million dollars, and if I own it for the next 30 years of my life, and that million turns into $3 million, which means there's a $2 million gain. If I pass away, my heirs will now inherit the house at $3 million, and they do not ever need to pay tax on the gain of $2 million. They only then need to pay tax on the gain from $3 million and beyond. It's an extremely beneficial strategy, which is why many investors perpetually 1031 these properties so that they can get that continual tax compounded growth build that net worth, and then when they pass away, they, their heirs get the step up in basis. So very, very powerful opportunities in the real estate land to grow, build, and compound wealth. And now the new tax law, in addition to that, for those that are active real estate investors, uh, they have the ability, depending upon how much time they spend managing their real estate enterprise, have the ability to qualify any rental income under the qualified business income, which gets a 20% deduction. It's treated like a business. So instead of it being tipped taxed at you know, ordinary income rates, it has the potential to be taxed at ordinary income rates, but a 20% discount. So even further further, further benefits to real estate investing with the tax code. And so we wanted to really have you start to think about this because we've been primed to be thinking about taxes and it's such a big component of our expense structure that can't be overlooked anymore. And so we've got our mindset around that. Now you need to have your mindset around the investment strategy that allows you to create the financial future that you want. And some investments just have the characteristics that allow you to build a life and have your investments support that life. So if you go and look at some of the most successful, wealthy, and financially free people, it's because they have cash flow producing real estate that has major, major tax benefits. We just listed 12 of them and there are more. And so as we continue to dig in this month into real estate, we'll talk about why we want you to be thinking about that and why most financial advisors do not. And they're missing out and they're neglecting one of the biggest asset classes in the world that is proven to produce exceptional returns, and do so with lower risk and volatility, in addition 
to some of the other advantages that we'll be talking about and sharing with you in the next few weeks. So take this time now to review these tax advantages. Think about where in your life could you find a way to incorporate them into your financial life plan on your next vacation. Could you test out renting your home and see how that goes and generate some additional income? Perhaps that $3,000 of income could be used to fund a a self-directed IRA contribution, which then reduces your taxes even further. So there's a lot of compounding that go on when we start to connect the dots and put the pieces of the puzzle together. So whether you're a homeowner, how can we make real estate more beneficial for us? Or how do we do this as an investor to capitalize on the tax code? And we'll talk about some of the benefits and how to go about this in future episodes. So I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Hope you're getting value from this. If you want to chat about it, always available. Schedule a time illuminationwealth.com forward slash schedule. You can follow us on Instagram at illuminationwealth.com, on Facebook at illuminationwealth.com, and uh, keep listening, keep sending us feedback, and look forward to uh, talking to you soon. Live wealthy. Be well.